to the DMF. I am your host, Justin Yance, and this is episode 82, and I'm going to be talking about the NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. I'm going to talk about nights one and two, and um, yeah, so stay tuned. Okay, so this was the last night of the Wednesday Night Wars. And so they capped it off with the NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So let's talk about night one. Night one started off with uh, Zoe Starks defeating Tony Storm. I don't know how I feel about this so much. Um, it was a, an upset. It was won by a cradle. Uh, she was going for the Storm Zero, Tony Storm, and she reversed it into a cradle. So it's more of a fluke win. But to me, Tony Storm should not be doing jobs for anything. To me, it just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't really like that. Um, the show started off with um, Pete Dunne and um, Kushida. And this was probably Kushida's, um, probably his best match in WWE. Is like he he's now starting to like I think find his stride and know where he wants to go as a performer. So, um, but Pete Dunne defeated him uh, with the bitter end, but really good match. I thought this was um, really well done. Uh, Bronson Reed won the Gauntlet uh, Eliminator, so he would go on to face uh, Johnny Gargano the next night. Uh, Walter versus Tomasa Ciampa. Wow, this was something to be seen. This was on another level. Walter, to me, is got the most credibility of anybody in WWE or like any professional wrestler right now. To me, that's the guy who should be facing Brock Lesnar. That's the guy who should be facing Roman Reigns. That's the guy who should be your guy. He is the ultimate He's the ultimate guy they should be going with, and um, I, I don't know. If I were them, I would pay him whatever he wants and get him get the matches with Brock and get the matches with um, with Roman because those would be really good. Because as far as I'm concerned, uh, I, I don't know. I think he's underutilized here, but I think that's by design. Now, he has been the NXT UK champion for almost over two years which is uh, saying something, but this match was just off the page, you know. That brutal style that only Walter can do. Walter has that style, you know, you, you believe everything he does. It all feels believable. It feels real. His matches don't feel patterned. This was great. <laughs> I really love this match, if you can't tell. If you want to watch any match from these NXT takeovers, this is the match to watch. For me, um, just wow. I, I love Walter. I really do. I, I want to see him on the main roster, but in some ways I don't want to see him on the main roster because I think they'll screw him up. This man should never lose. He should never do jobs. If he does do a job, it should be like once. And he shouldn't do a job in WWE for like years <laughs> before they do anything. And knowing Vince, they'll job him out on night one. So, you know, keep him in NXT. Um, the match was won. Walter ended up retaining his uh, UK championship by uh, using the sleeper suplex, and then he did the hard chop, 
And he got the pinfall on uh, Tommaso Ciampa. And Tommaso Ciampa looked great in this because he kicked out of a lot of things. He got a lot of stuff in. So even in defeat, he looks good. This was just great. Great stuff. Um, the tag titles were on for the vacant tag titles. We had MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado de Fantasma. Or Fantasia. I I don't, I don't know how to pronounce this. I, I don't watch enough of NXT. I mean, I'm going to start watching more NXT. But um, MSK won with the Doomsday Blockbuster after um, Carter hit Verz with the uh, double cutter. And uh, Gibson was pinned. And that was... Um, I, I liked this match. It wasn't my favorite. Walter was my favorite of night one. But this was a really good match. Really, you know, if you like that... If you like the NXT style of, you know who's going to win type thing. This was great. This is a great match. This, to me, would be number two in some ways. Um, and then we get to the main event, Raquel Gonzalez versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. And they did a lot here to make um, Raquel Gonzalez look like a monster here. And Io Shirai looked good, you know, in defeat. Uh, it was ended by uh, Raquel uh, Beater with the one-arm powerbomb. Um, I, I figured coming into this that Raquel was getting the title. I mean, I just didn't see. I mean, Eos almost held it for a year. I mean, that's pretty good. What what else can you do? And Raquel has a lot of um, stuff going for her. So I think it was a smart move to make her champion. You know, let's let's make her, you know... Something it's funny, she kind of came in as um, was it Dakota Kai's um, second, and she's kind of above Dakota Kai now. Um, but yeah, Raquel Gonzalez looking really good. They really gave, uh, they really made her a star in this match, and this was a good way to um, to cap off the night. Um, was it as good as to me the? the quintessential best matches, which have been uh, Sasha Banks for, and um, Bailey. When I look at the uh, women's matches, I always put it to those two. Um, so I, I thought it was good. It's not my favorite. I, I feel like Yoshirai's been kind of, I don't know, they've kind of downgraded her in some ways, but in some ways she's really good. I don't know, it's kind of frustrating because, you know, you, you have to have, they have to lose sometime, you know. And a lot of NXT's best work is when they don't beat a person, like Walter and Asuka. They got over in having winning streaks and never really losing. And then they come up to the main roster and you see them just become nothing. So... I don't know, it's frustrating to me, but I really like night one, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about, well, wait, 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 let me, um, let me, so, number one, Walter versus Ciampa, that's the best, that to me was the best match of the night, second, MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado de Fantasma, is it Fantasma or Fantasia? <laughs> I can't tell, Fantasma sounds better, um, and then Raquel uh, versus Io Shirai. Or maybe Pete Dunne versus uh, Kushida. I don't know. This, this, was, this was like Kushida finally finding his stride. So really good job on night one. The only thing I didn't like was really Tony Storm doing the job. I, I think she's somebody that needs to be one of your guys. 
Um, I don't think um, she'll be being Raquel Gonzalez, but she'll probably be the first person to go after her. I, I think Tony Storm should be on the main roster now, but you know I don't trust them with what they do with her. So maybe it's good that they do keep her in NXT. And I already said that with Walter, and I've said that with other guys. But you know, when you watch WWE booking, you know it's kind of frustrating. So when we come back, I'm going to talk about night two. So stay tuned. So night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Um, I don't know if it was as good as night one, but um, so let's look at the pre-show match. We had Killian Dane and Drake Maverick defeating Brizongo to become the number one contenders to the NXT Tag Team Championships. This was, um, you know, a nice good little opener. Not my uh, favorite, but, you know, it was good. So let's get into the main show. Um... The main show, we had Santos uh, Escobar versus Jordan Devlin, and this was for the uh, this is for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, the undisputed NXT Cruiserweight Championship, which um, is a ladder match, thanks to Shawn Michaels who threw the ladder in there, and it's probably the best way for him to do anything, just come out there and throw a ladder in the ring. Um, so this is uh, this is Thursday night. And uh, this is right before they're going to go to Tuesday. Uh, they had a really good match. Uh, this was a really, really good match. This is a fun little match. It ended with um, Escobar defeating uh, Jordan Devlin in the latter match. He hit the um, he hit a headbutt through the uh, canvas uh, through a ladder, and uh, Escobar. Actually, actually, Escobar climbed up and um, he took through uh, Devlin off of it. And uh, Escobar ended up uh, get, grabbing the title and uh, winning. And uh, afterwards, Escobar um, celebrated with his son and Legado de Fantasma. It's Fantasma, not Fantasia. I don't know why it changed my notes to Fantasia on the last thing, but apparently it did. Um... Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, they defeated The Way to retain their NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, I thought this was okay. Um, it wasn't my favorite. Uh, Blackheart fought out with uh, the Indiguri, and then they hit a double eclipse on both the opponents and the diving senton from Blackheart, and that was how they won. Uh, Gable Stevenson was in the crowd, the NCAA champion and Olympic amateur wrestler. So that was interesting. Cause he looks like a guy that they're uh, that they're scouting and or is already there, I think. Uh, Johnny Gargano with Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed. This was a nice little match. Uh, Johnny Gargano gets the win. I thought they needed to kind of give this to Bronson Reed, but um, they didn't. Uh, it ended with um, Gargano hit the one final beat, and then he retained the uh, championship uh, after um, after um, yeah Reed Bronson Reed missed the uh, the moonsault, and he kind of just went in at the one final beat and and beat him. So Gargano is still the NXT North American champion. 
but yeah, so that was good. Uh, now we come to the double main event. We have Karrion Cross with Scarlett versus Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. A lot of people didn't like this match. I liked this match. I thought this was a nice, hard-hitting match, and it really showcased um, Karrion Cross. This has probably been his best match in WWE. And uh, that's probably thanks to Finn Balor. Finn Balor, you know, bumped and made him look great. Um, the finish was interesting because um, uh, so so Finn had the you know he had a grounded like abdominal stretch, uh, and we had Scarlett who's like screaming at him to grab the rope, and he finally does, and then he crushes Balor with the second uh, Doomsday Saito which was kind of brutal. It looked like it went like right on his neck. Um, and then he hit two running forearm smashes, and that was enough to pin um, Balor. This was a great way for him to lose the title. This um, Karrion Cross, remember, he defeated Keith Lee, and then he got hurt, and he had to relinquish the title immediately, so now he's got the title back. They're going to give him, obviously, a run. I thought he was going to go right up to the main roster, but I think uh, Triple H wants to protect him, and... He needs a little bit more seasoning, I would say. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, Garen Cross, he ends uh, Finn Balor. This was a nice, um, I like this match. I really did. I thought this really made Karrion Cross look like a beast, and I thought Finn Balor did a great job of, of showcasing that, and I don't think there's been a match that really has shown that. So this was a, a really, I thought this was a really good match. And that will take us to the main event, which is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match. They went 40 minutes. I thought this was too long. They did everything under the sun. They had chains. They had weapons. They did so many spots, so many finishing maneuvers. My problem is, after watching AEW and seeing blood, it looks, it looks tame. Um, they could have gotten away with this like a year ago, but now that Egan W is doing blood and, you know, really showing, you know, brutality, it looks fake to me when they hit chair shots and they hit these things and they don't bleed and they don't do anything because we don't do blood in WWE. So to me, it just, uh, I don't know, it just go, it just went too long. Um, I thought it was a good match though, but it's, it's not my favorite. I thought Walter was a better match. This just, I felt dragged on and on and I was just like toward the end I was like okay is it over I felt like they mi missed the point of no return and this seems to be something I'm seeing a lot with Adam Cole and I love Adam Cole but I think his matches are too long and they're doing way too many things under the sun they did this a lot with uh, the Johnny Gargano matches the first one at TakeOver uh, what was it two years ago when uh to me, is the best match. The two out of three falls match is the best match. Is still the best match in NXT history, followed by um, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade. These, this was, you know, it's too long. Uh, it ended with um, O'Reilly. He get dropped the uh, chair around Cole's ankle, and he was setting up for a diving stomp. But Cole popped up, and he hit him with the chair. Then they were in the corner, and and he, Cole was saying, you know, you betrayed me. He was saying, you, you were always... And then Riley uh, sent him to the mat with a low blow, and then Riley then dropped the chain around his knee and hit a diving knee drop to finally pick up the win. Uh, 
Cole did a stretcher job after the show. Um, I think they both kind of did a stretcher job, it looked like. Um, it was good. It's just it's too long. I, I, I don't... It just dragged. Long is not always better. Unless you know how to pace it well. You know, New Japan guys are very good at pacing the match at 40 minutes or 30 minutes and making it not feel like it was 40 minutes. This felt like 40 minutes. And it's just, it's too much. And I just felt like, I mean, this is the first match and we're already doing this. Now, I know they had to, I mean, I know they had to do this to, you know, settle, you know, to settle the score, but I don't know. To me, it needed blood. This was a match that needed blood to showcase the brutality because it just, to me, it doesn't, I can't take it seriously without the blood. Now that other companies are doing blood, it just, it looks fake. I mean, they don't need to do, a, you know, a gore job every time, but this was a match that needed. It's unsanctioned. If you're going to be hitting each other with weapons and, and stiff shots and everything, I'm sorry, you need to bleed. There needs to be something there. You don't need to do it every time, but this was a match that I felt needed blood. So to me, it was kind of disappointing, but really good match. And they worked really hard. And anybody that thinks that they don't deserve all the props in the world, you're, you're, you're crazy because this, uh, they're amazing workers. And this was an amazing match, even though I think it's too long. But it's a, you can't take anything away from their work. Their work is second to none. They are some of the best performers out there. They, you know, we're lucky that they haven't gone to the main roster and been ruined because I feel like they'd be ruined immediately. But this was good. Um, that was really good, you know, but it's too long for me and I, I think it needed blood. But the work was excellent. And so that was... Um, NXT night two, I've got to say, I mean, you have to say that, you know, the best match is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, even if it's not my favorite match. My favorite match was Karrion Cross versus um, Finn Balor. Um, that would probably be number two on the work rate, followed by um, Gargano and Bronson Reed. Yeah, kind of, and then... Uh, uh, then then the ladder match and then uh, Shotzi Villacar that was my probably my least favorite match and then uh, the uh, the opening thing I thought this was was good great good takeover another great night um, NXT always impresses and always delivers on NXT stand and deliver which is funny <laughs> they always deliver on stand and deliver so uh, great job on that. And when I come back, I'll give my final thoughts on both nights. So, all in all, I thought NXT uh, TakeOver Stand and Deliver was a terrific show. Really, really delivered. They, I mean, they... They busted their hump. Every single one of those people in that locker room, the men and the women. Hats off to you. This was a great show. Um, night one or night two? Um, I don't know. I, I like them both in some ways. I mean, because night one has Walter, and night two, I really like the Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor match. I thought those were, you know, for me, those are my favorite matches. So, I mean, I kind of like those equally in some ways. I think... Um, 
I don't know if this is the end of Finn Balor in NXT. I hope not because he will not be used well in W um, the main roster. So keep him there. Um, I'd like to see Tony Storm be elevated, um, but I think Raquel Gonzalez is going to have a long reign. And I'll see her losing the title to like the summer at the earliest. Um, yeah. Uh, what else did I? Um, I think Johnny Gargano is going to be losing the NXT North American Championship soon. I think Karrion Cross is going to have a long reign. Um, I don't see him going unless they want him in the main roster, which that could happen probably maybe in the summer at the earliest. But I think they want to give him a nice reign. Um, Adam Cole and uh, O'Reilly, I see that you know feud kind of continuing. Um, yeah, but I thought this was a good, you know, really good show. Uh, one thing I didn't talk about was um, the, uh, the on night two, Poppy performed the opening to the show, and on night one. The person who delivered uh, after the pre-show match, uh, Nita Strauss, uh, she played the Star-Spangled Banner, which if any of you uh, rock fans remember, um, Jimi Hendrix, you know, played the Star-Spangled Banner with the with the uh, guitar. So that's kind of cool. I think Nita Strauss is a, an amazing guitarist, and that's a cool way to do it. But um, so this is it. This is the end of the uh, the Wednesday Night Wars, and we are going into, you know, let's see what happens with uh, each one. But uh, way to, you know, say goodbye to Wednesday and deliver on Thursday. So on Tuesday, they, uh, they had their first show. I thought it was good. It wasn't my favorite, but, you know, it, it's nice. It's a nice show. Um... Uh, to me, the highlight was when they brought out uh, uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Rhea Ripley, and they stood with um, with uh, Raquel Gonzalez, and uh, you know, all held up their titles and kind of said, you know, you got the future, the present, the past type of type of thing. That was probably my favorite moment. Um, the tag match at the end was, I don't know, too goofy for my taste. Um, I really liked hearing Cross's um, promo. I thought that was that was good, you know, him kind of laying out the challenge. I'm gonna take everybody on, um, and that was about it. There was no Adam Cole or uh, Kyler Rives. They were both uh, hospitalized or taken to a medical, the nearest medical facility. For those of you that know Vince McMahon terms, but uh, so that was their uh, that was the first that was the run up. That was the um, the follow-up to uh, NXT. I thought I would hit on that a little bit. And uh, I don't know. So let's see what NXT does um, unopposed from AEW. And let's see what AEW does unopposed. And uh, for that, I want to say thank you for listening. As always, um, you can follow me at my handle, at Justin Yance. And I'll see you next time on the DMF. <laughs>